98K News. It's 11 o'clock. I'm Todd Harding. Tonight's headlines. There's chaos on the MTR's island line after a pair of doors fall off a train at Causeway Bay Station. But services get back to normal as passengers struggle to get home and the administration officially launches Hong Kong's health code system. The MTR says services on its island line are back to normal after a pair of doors fell off a train at Causeway Bay Station. At a press briefing, the MTR's operating chief, Sammy Wong, said the incident is believed to have happened because the doors collided with part of an advertising board in the tunnel that had come loose. Frustrated commuters faced long delays this evening with services between Wan Chai and Quarry Bay suspended for more than three hours. There were long queues for the free shuttle buses that replaced them. Trains elsewhere on the island line were running at four-minute intervals while services were also slow on the Chun One line. At Admiralty's, long queues formed at taxi stands, bus stops and tram stations. Mr Wong said the investigation was ongoing. At the side we saw there a sign of the collision of the door and the advertising panel. And we initially suspected that some of the parts of the advertising panel may came into contact with the door sets and caused an incident. Yet this is a very initial assessment of the incident. We have to conduct a more detailed and thorough investigation after we close our traffic. Mr Wong said passengers safely left the train concerned within a few minutes and the MTR apologised for the inconvenience caused. At Admiralty, long queues formed at taxi stands, bus stops and tram stations. RTHK spoke to some of the commuters. We were on our way through the MTR to Causeway Bay, so we're kind of lost now. We've been in, stuck in Admiralty for like over an hour. It's like bad timing, but what can you do? I mean, I heard that it was a door that fell off that caused it, so I don't think it's like the fault of anyone. I mean, it's not their first time. So what more can you expect from the MTR? Is it last year or the year before? The MTR kind of went off track. So yes, of course, I do have safety concerns. The government has officially launched Hong Kong's health code system, but has stressed there's no plan to use it within the SAR. As Mike Weeks reports, people hoping to travel quarantine-free to the mainland once the border reopens will be able to sign up for a code from next Friday to get familiar with it. Applicants for a health code have to register with their real name and submit proof of their residential address when they make the application online. They will also have to upload their visit records from the Leave Home Safe app. Users will be given a green, yellow or red code depending on whether they are infected, observing quarantine or are at risk of catching COVID-19. Those with a green code will be allowed to cross the border without quarantine in future, but they will first need to convert their Hong Kong health code to the mainland or Macau versions, a function that is not available for now. Government Chief Information Officer Victor Lam stressed at a press conference that people's privacy won't be affected. Everything that the user provides is on his or her consent. The visit records will not be transferred automatically to the mainland or Macau authorities. Only when he or she is an infected person or has a high risk of infection, for example, is identified as a close contact, then the mainland authorities can ask for the visit records of that particular person. Innovation and Technology Secretary Alfred Sitt said people who have no plans to visit the mainland won't have to download the Hong Kong Health Code or update their Leave Home Safe app to the latest version.
We don't have any plan to use the Hong Kong health code locally because at the present moment, you have to leave home safe. They can offer the necessary support for us to control the COVID-19 epidemic. And uh, we are going to find some new technical measures to support our expert in combating COVID-19. But at the present moment, we don't have any plan to make use of the Hong Kong health code locally. Mr Sitt also said the government doesn't plan right now to make real-name registration a must for the Leave Home Safe app. To the weather forecast, it'll be fine and very dry. Cool tonight and tomorrow morning with a minimum temperature of about 15 degrees in urban areas. It will, of course, be appreciably cooler in the new territories. A top temperature of about 21 degrees tomorrow with moderate north to northeasterly winds. The outlook still cool in the mornings in the next few days with temperatures appreciably lower in the new territories. It'll be persistently fine and dry with relatively large temperature differences between day and night. Currently the observatory 18 degrees Celsius, humidity at 40% and please be advised the red fire danger warning is in force. You're listening to RTHK, the time's exactly five minutes past 11. An information technology expert says he thinks the government has addressed privacy concerns in the design of the Health Code app. But Francis Fong, the honorary president of the Hong Kong Information Technology Federation, says the system still needs further testing. If you don't go to China, you don't actually have to register your name into the Leaf Safe. So it's still a separate system. But once you have to upload your record, you have to do it every time. So once you upload... In the finish, it won't keep collecting information from the Leave Home Safe app. So I think it's to address the privacy issue at this moment. But of course, uh, we will wait until the Health Code website is ready, the new Leave Home Safe app is ready, so that we can test further. Transit passengers at the airport are facing stricter restrictions after one such visitor who spent days stuck at Cheklapkot last week was found to be carrying the Omicron COVID variant. Francis Sitt has more. The government said from Wednesday, December the 8th, that transit passengers arriving from Taiwan and overseas will have to show proof of a negative PCR test result taken within 72 hours. That's the same requirement currently imposed on travellers with Hong Kong as their destination. Officials said they have also proposed that the airport authority tighten arrangements for transit passengers to lower cross-infection risks, such as strengthening infection control measures for areas that they have access to at the airport. Meanwhile, health authorities have put 16 airport staff into quarantine at Penny's Bay Quarantine Center after considering them to be close contacts of the transit passenger carrying the Omicron variant. The Center for Health Protection said the areas where the 38-year-old man had visited at the airport were disinfected and all 13 environmental samples taken tested negative. And residents of more nations have been banned from Hong Kong over the emergence of the Omicron variant. From Sunday, non-Hong Kong residents who have recently been to South Korea, Saudi Arabia, Finland, Norway and Ghana will be barred from entry after imported Omicron cases were reported in those countries. Six new imported COVID-19 cases were reported today, all of them involving mutant strains. The patients, all fully vaccinated, arrived from the UK, South Africa, Qatar, the US, Pakistan and Russia. Residents of Florian Rise in Taikok Choi, where one of the patients lives, have been ordered to undergo a COVID test. Meanwhile, health authorities put a residential block in Lamtin under overnight lockdown after a woman who lives there tested preliminary positive for a mutant strain of COVID-19. 
Researchers from two local universities say they found a close correlation between the presence of a bacteria in the gut and a person's antibody response to COVID vaccinations. They say the findings of the joint study by the Chinese University and the University of Hong Kong mean people receiving the jab could in future be given probiotics to boost the presence of Bifidobacterium adolescentis. Professor Ng Siu Chen from the Chinese University worked on the study. So based on our study, we found that the, those people who have a low immune response, suboptimal immune response, have a very low level of the B adolescentes. And of course, we, uh, we think this is a kind of uh, uh, evidence that we could use for different type of intervention. So as you mentioned that, you know, how can we, we fill it up? So one way is, is we can use the kind of probiotics, uh, that is the best way to do, and much, much more like kind of targeted way to do that. The Hong Kong General Chamber of Commerce says companies are optimistic about the year ahead, though it's forecasting slower GDP growth. The chamber says this year's growth rate of 6.3% is partly due to a low base effect, and it expects growth for next year to be 2.8%. It said its latest survey of members, taken last month, showed sentiment improving. The chamber's CEO, George Leung, says the forecast does not take into account uncertainty over the Omicron COVID variant. For the reason, first of all, uh, really don't know, you know, how rapidly, you know, uh, this uh, virus uh, could be spread, you know, compared with the previous one and what, uh, you know, the death rate of this one would be on, you know, the global situation. So uh, we need to uh, wait until the WHO or some other medical expert to come up some estimate before we can do the economic calculation. Health officials in South Africa say there's been a tenfold increase in the number of coronavirus infections across the country. It's believed the newly discovered Omicron variant may be fueling the surging cases from a weekly average of 300 per day a fortnight ago to about 3,500 a day now. South Africa was the first country to detect the highly mutated new variant, prompting many countries to curtail travel from the region. Despite the huge surge in Omicron infections, UN Secretary General Antonio Guterres says testing should be used to try to curtail its spread instead of travel restrictions. The people of Africa cannot be blamed for the immorally low level of vaccinations available to them, nor should they be collectively punished for identifying and sharing crucial science and health information with the world. With a virus that is truly borderless, travel restrictions that isolate any one country or region are not only deeply unfair and punitive, they are ineffective. Back locally, the district court has sentenced a man who posted a message on Facebook encouraging others to attack police officers to seven months in jail. The judge called the message irrational and insightful. Damon Pang reports. The court heard that the defendant, Tony Choi, posted the message a day after a protest in Central in January last year, in which a number of officers were injured. He was earlier found guilty of incitement to cause grievous bodily harm. In mitigation, his lawyer said the defendant has no chance of committing the offence again because he intends to leave Hong Kong. Choi's sister, who's in the US, also wrote to the court that her brother broke the law on impulse, saying he's a generous person. In sentencing, Judge Clement Lee said social media can spread messages rapidly and described the message as an intentional expression that was irrational and insightful. The judge did reduce the jail term by a month, saying the defendant's unlikely to commit the same offence, he's not a famous person, and his message received fewer than 100 responses. 
The police's Cybersecurity and Technology Crime Bureau welcomed Choi's sentencing, saying it would act as a deterrent. China has summoned the Japanese ambassador in Beijing to an emergency meeting over comments made by Japan's former Prime Minister Shinzo Abe about Taiwan. Mr Abe, who remains influential in Japan's governing party, said that if Beijing attacked the island, both Tokyo and Washington could be drawn into the conflict. Assistant Foreign Minister Hua Chunying said Mr Abe's comments were erroneous and challenged China's sovereignty. The United Nations is calling for a record 41 billion US dollars to fund its humanitarian work next year. The UN estimates that the number of people needing emergency relief will reach 274 million, up almost a fifth. Officials say conflicts in countries such as Yemen, Syria and Ethiopia are hitting the most vulnerable the hardest. The UN's emergency relief coordinator Martin Griffiths gave examples of how the organization had made a difference this year. We were able to stop famine affecting half a million people in southern Sudan. It can work. It does work. Properly resourced and properly managed. We delivered health care for 10 million people in Yemen and there also kept the threat of famine, famine that kills at bay. And as we heard earlier, South African health officials say the emergence of the Omicron COVID variant appears to be causing an increase in the number of people who previously had the virus becoming reinfected. And von Gottberg from the National Institute for Communicable Diseases said this had not been the case with earlier variants such as Beta and Delta. In our population, with many people have had previous infection, we believe that that previous infection does not provide them protection from infection due to Omicron. However, hopefully provides them with protection against severe disease, hospital admissions and death. The Russian Foreign Minister Sergei Lavrov has warned Europe could be returning to what he called the nightmare of military confrontation. At a European security conference in Sweden, Mr Lavrov expressed fears about US plans to station intermediate-range missiles in Europe. Speaking at the same gathering, the US Secretary of State Antony Blinken warned Russia would face serious consequences if it pursued confrontation with Ukraine. We call on Russia to respect Ukraine's sovereignty and territorial integrity, to de-escalate reverse the recent troop buildup, return forces to normal, peaceful positions, and to implement the Minsk commitments, especially the ceasefire provisions and those allowing OSC monitors unfettered access. Diplomacy is the only responsible way to resolve this crisis, and we stand fully ready to support it. To sports and in badminton, the Hong Kong mixed doubles team of Tang Chun Man and Ying Sut are now 1-1 one one at the World Tour Finals in Bali. After beating Britain's Marcus Ellis and Lauren Smith in their opening group match, they lost to their opponents from Thailand in three sets. The Thai team topped the standings with two wins out of two. Tang and Se are the SAR's only representatives in badminton's season-ending tournament that features the world's top eight in each category. And that's the news and sport from RTHK. I can still remember when I bought my first guitar Remember just how good the feeling was Put it proudly in my car And my family listened 50 times my two-song repertoire And I told my mum Her only son Was gonna be a star 
But all the beating records sounded just like corn. Bought all the old Chuck Berries, 78s and all. And I sat by my record player, playing every note they played. And I watched them all on TV, making every move they made. Rock and roll, I gave you all the best years of my life. All the dreamy, sunny Sundays, all the moonlit summer nights. I was so busy in the back, writing love songs to you while you were changing your direction. Never even knew that I was always. Just one step behind you. Sixty-six seemed like the year I was really going somewhere. We were living in San Francisco with flowers in our hair, singing songs of kindness so the world would understand that the guys and me were something more than just another band. Sixty-nine and eighty came around so soon. We were really making it. We were riding lots of tunes, and we must have played the wildest stuff we had ever played. The way the crowds cried out for us, we thought we had it made. Rock and roll again, all the best years of my life, all the crazy, lazy young days. Songs to you, words that were changing your direction. Never even knew that I was always just one step behind you. Do do do. Seventy-one in Soho. When I saw Suzanne, I was trying to go solo with someone else's man. And she came up to me, lady, took her by the hand, and I told her all my troubles, and she seemed to understand. And she followed me through London, through a hundred hotels, through a hundred record companies who didn't like my tune. She followed me when finally I sold my old guitar, and she tried to help me understand I'd never be a star. One step behind you. Rock and 